for tuning in to the Open Door Ministry Breadcrumbs Podcast with me, your host, Barbara Smith. We are here to share our blog articles with you in an audio format. We know that people are very busy and constantly on the go, but we all still need daily inspiration in our lives. It is our goal to share a few thought-provoking morsels that will challenge you to stay actively engaged in the Word of God. His Word is the bread of life. Rock Solid by Barbara Smith Since the advent and inundation into society of social media, phrases and expressions have been hackneyed daily. They become cliché and often sound rehearsed. One such phrase that has jumped out to me every time I see it is, He is my rock. Most of the time it appears in a loving post for a birthday or an anniversary greeting, or it could just be in appreciation to a significant other just because. It is often accompanied with other sappy remarks and usually well-deserved by the addressee. However, it is always a little unpalatable to me, not because I do not have a wonderful husband of 40 years and a great marriage, and he does absolutely make me feel secure and safe, but because I somehow have in my mind over the years reserved the title of my rock, the rock, or solid rock, and other similar renditions of this to my Savior, Jesus Christ. Keep in mind, this is not to offend anyone, but just a personal preference, just as some people may not like pickles or olives. Not that it is right or wrong, it just is. We use expressions like, my theory is rock solid, or I feel like I am between a rock and a hard place, which need no explanation because just mentioning the word rock causes us to picture strength, resolve, firmness, sturdiness, or safety. The psalmist David started this social media trend when he used the words, My Rock, 15 times referring to the Lord. One verse that you may recognize is Psalm 18, verse 2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. He used the word rock itself 26 times. The hymn written in 1898 by Henry J. Zeller from New Jersey and Henry L. Gilmore, originally from Ireland, called He Brought Me Out, sung in churches all around the world, is from Psalm 40, verse 2. He brought me out also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. This might be one song that as a child, you would scratch your head about the lyrics. What in the world are they saying? But as you grow older and go through trials and hardships of life, you begin to grasp the full significance of the words and message. I am thankful that God is still in the excavation business. Just to set your mind at ease for those who have tuned me out because you have been one of those who have used that phrase, there have been others that have used that title, and I take no umbrage with this. 
We have the classic Rocky movies played by Sylvester Stallone from 1976 to 2006. Those were quite compelling and brought in millions of dollars and continue to be great hits. Of course, you have the entire music genre and era called rock or rock and roll. Elvis Presley holds the title of the king of rock and roll, though Chuck Berry invented it. Many of you, I dare say, could name your favorite rock stars. Though it was not known for its virtuous characteristics, in fact the opposite, it remains extremely popular to date. Finally, you have The Rock. This was a ring name given to a former WWE wrestler, Dwayne Douglas Johnson. He was born in 1972 in Hayward, California, with his first success being a college football career, after which he moved into the wrestling arena. His wrestling career spanned from 1996 until he quietly retired in 2019. However, he is not retired from other endeavors. He has a successful acting career still. He is a businessman, producer of the company he founded in 2012 called Seven Bucks Productions. He is an activist, philanthropist, and a singer. He has had other accomplishments along the way, including his autobiography being published in the year 2000 called The Rock Says. He has also won many awards and accolades for the work he has done, and his star is on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. All of these above have earned their merit honestly and deserve the credit they receive, but they will eventually fade away into the history books. Jesus is our present help in time of need and will be to everlasting. Though Dwayne Johnson called himself the rock, the apostle Simon called Peter and Cephas by Jesus is interpreted rock. Cephas being the Aramaic and Peter being the Latin translation. Simon Peter was just a fisherman by trade and did not portray the characteristics of a rock. When Jesus said in Matthew 16 verse 18, And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He was not referring to the man in front of him, but the revelation that had been voiced by Peter in that moment that he showed he did have a backbone or he was at least impetuous. Verses 13 through 19 gives us a better look at the scenario. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say, I, the Son of Man, am? And he said, Some say thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, but whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose in earth shall be loosed in heaven. The revelation of who Jesus was was immutable, solid, a firm foundation, something on which you could rely. Even though Peter, the man, would falter, he would go back to that revelation of the true rock, Christ, the Son of the living God, to find forgiveness. 
The dictionary version of what a rock is, number one, a large mass of stone forming a cliff, promontory, or peak. Number two, a concreted mass of stony material, also broken pieces of such masses. Number three, consolidated or unconsolidated solid mineral matter, also a particular mass of it. There are three types of rocks that are in continuum. The rock cycle is a series of processes that create and transform the types of rocks in the Earth's crust. There are igneous, sedimentary, and metamorphic rocks. Igneous, also known as liquid rock, lava, or magnum, a propose for the Latin word fire, are the rocks formed from the hot molten material that we see from a volcanic eruption. When this solidifies on the surface of the earth called extrusive rocks like pumice used in concrete and obsidian used in ornamental pieces evolve. When it solidifies beneath the earth they are called intrusive rocks like granite and diorite both used in building processes. They are also coated with the crust of beautiful crystals. Gemstones are mined from rocks that look very plain and ordinary. Some of those harvested from igneous rocks are quartz, which could be amethyst, ametrine, citrine, tanzanite, topaz, diamonds, and more. They now make tiles and mosaics from liquid rock. This seems like an oxymoron. But we see that the rock cycle has many stages, including liquid form. Sedimentary rocks can also be divided into three categories, organic, like coal, chemical, like limestone and flint, and plastic, like sandstone. They form from pieces of existing materials through the process of erosion, weathering, and water evaporation. These can yield precious stones also, like jasper, opals, and zircon. Thirdly, metamorphic rocks are presented in foliated or non-foliated classes. They are rocks that are transformed into a different type of rock when put under extreme heat or pressure and begin to form layers called foliation. Like granite or without as many minerals, they may not have the same appearance, being non-foliated like marble. Burl such as emeralds, aquamarine, morganite, jade, turquoise, ruby, and sapphires are beautiful gems that would come from these metamorphic processes. To get back on track as to who our rock is, the color of gemstones is the result of how they refract light. Satan went wrong when he began to think that his beauty came from himself and forgot that he was a created being. It was from the light that shone on his bejeweled garments that caused the shine and reflected glory back to God. Ezekiel 28, 13-17 tells us, Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, the sardis, topaz, and the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle and gold. The workmanship of thy tabrets and thy pipes were prepared in thee in the day thou wast created. Thou art the anointed cherub that covered, and I have set thee so. Thou was upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou wast created, till iniquity was found in thee. By 
by the multitude of thy merchandise they have filled the midst of thee with violence and thou hast sinned therefore i will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of god and i will destroy thee o covering cherub from the midst of the stones of fire thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness i will cast thee to the ground i will lay thee before kings that they may behold thee isaiah fourteen verses twelve through fourteen continues the story how art thou fallen from heaven o lucifer son of the morning how art thou cut down to the ground which hast weakened the nations for thou hast said in thine heart i will ascend into heaven i will exalt my throne above the stars of god i will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north i will ascend above the heights of the clouds i will be like the most high god is the true source of beauty light and is our solid rock no created being can take his place jesus was god manifest in the flesh and as such received worship and glory that was offered to him when he was on earth luke nineteen verses thirty five through forty says and they brought him to jesus and they cast their garments upon the colt and they set jesus thereon and as he went they spread their clothes in the way and when he came nigh even now at the descent of the mount of olives the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise god with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen saying blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the lord peace in heaven and glory in the highest and some of the pharisees from among the multitude said unto him master rebuke thy disciples and he answered and said unto them i tell you if these should hold their peace the stones would immediately cry out the stones and mountains will cry out to him because he is the creator and the scripture tells us that they are witnesses of that even if we never had a bible to read they also are awaiting their redemption from this world as we are amos four thirteen tells us for lo he that formed the mountains and created the wind and declared unto man what is his thought that made the morning darkness and treads upon the highest places of the earth the lord the god of hosts is his name romans one twenty states for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even his eternal power and godhead so that they are without excuse romans eight twenty two for we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now the whole earth is awaiting his coming even the mountains and the rocks scripture states that jesus was the rock that followed them in the wilderness and quenched their thirst however he was rejected in the new testament as being the one exodus seven verse six states behold i will stand before thee there upon the rock in horeb and thou shalt smite the rock and there shall come water out of it that the people may drink and moses did so in the sight of the elders of israel first corinthians ten four tells us a little more about this and they did all drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was christ 
Romans 9.33 says, As it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and a rock of offense, and whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens, and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together grows unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. Psalms 118.22 prophesied, The stone which the builders refused is become the head of the corner. First Peter 2 verse 4 through 8 says, To whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of man, but chosen of God and precious, ye also as living stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scriptures, saying, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Without Jesus our lives would fall apart. As you see in the previous scriptures, he is a part of the very foundation, the chief cornerstone which supports the entire structure. In architecture, the cornerstone is the first stone laid in masonry foundations as a directional stone. Jesus gives the example and acknowledgement that a foundation is paramount to the building staying up. And in this verse, he denotes that his word is that foundation. Matthew 7 verses 24 and 25 tells us this, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken them unto a wise man which builds his house upon a rock. And the rain descendeth, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Buildings can stand for hundreds of years if established on a firm foundation of rock. The Old Testament prophets would make altars unto the Lord out of rock so that they would stand as a memorial unto God before any friend or foe that would pass by, thus continuing giving God glory for His deliverance generation after generation. There are many examples of altars in the scriptures for sacrificing and used as monuments. Deuteronomy 27 verse 6 says, And thou shalt build the altar of the Lord thy God of whole stones, and thou shalt offer burnt offerings thereon unto the Lord thy God. And Joshua 22, 26 through 27 tells us, Therefore we said, Let us now prepare to build us an altar, not for burnt offerings, not for sacrifice, but that it may be a witness between us and you and our generations after us, that we might do the service of the Lord before them with our burnt offerings and with our sacrifices and with our peace offerings, that our children may not say to our children in time to come, Ye have had no part in the Lord. 
Therefore said we that it shall be when they should so say to us or to our generation in time to come that we may say again, Behold, the pattern of the altar of the Lord, which our fathers made, not for burnt offerings, nor for sacrifices, but it is a witness between you and us. They built these monuments so that the next generation could know about God and also could not say that they never knew. Our children in this generation in the 21st century need to know who the true rock is. They need to know who they can depend on when the rough times come. We can do this by letting them witness us relying upon Him in our times of need. There is one thing that should not be hewn out of or cut like a stone or metamorphosized into rock or stone, and that is the heart. It must be humble and pliable in the hands of the Master. Our hearts are to be soft soil in which the seed of the Word can grow and flourish. If we are stony ground, the seeds of the Word will wither away, as Luke 8 verse 6 says, speaking of the seeds of the Word, And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away, because it lacked moisture. And Luke continues in verse 13, They on the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, which for a while believe, and in time of temptation fall away. The commandments were originally written on stone by Moses, but now they are in our hearts. Second Corinthians 3, 3 tells us, For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistles of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshly tables of the heart. We must be willing to look to Jesus and His Word as our foundation and fall upon Him and His mercies. Matthew 21, 42-44 states, Jesus saith unto them, Did ye never read in the Scriptures the stone which the builders rejected, the same as become the head of the corner? This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore say I unto you, The kingdom of God shall be taken from you and given to a nation, bringing forth the fruits thereof. And whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken, but on whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind them to powder. Ezekiel 36 verse 26 states, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. If we ask him, he will change us. He will make us a new creature and give us a new heart. The psalmist David was not living in a virtual reality, but his writings were from personal experience. He learned how to love and trust the Lord as a shepherd boy when no one else was around. First Samuel 13 verse 14 tells us of how the kingdom is taken from Saul and given to David. But now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord hath sought him a man after his own heart, and the Lord hath commanded him to be captain over his people, because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. David knew where to run and where to hide when he was in trouble. Psalm 94 verse 22 says, But the Lord is my defense, and my God is the rock of my refuge. There were times in his life when he had to hide in caves from those who sought to kill him. 
He knew that God had a plan for his life, and he knew who his true defense was. The children of Israel also knew how to survive by taking refuge. Judges 6 verse 2 says, And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel, and because of the Midianites the children of Israel made them dens which are in mountains and caves and strongholds. Proverbs 30 verse 26 says, The conies are but a feeble folk, but they make their houses in the rocks. Conies were known as small rock rabbits because they hid in rocks for their survival. They were so tiny, but so wise. We are all human, and life is riddled with troubles, but we survive by hiding in Jesus Christ, our rock and our strength. Second Corinthians twelve nine through 10 says, And he said unto them, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. The words penned around 1762 by Augustus M. Toplady, while in a storm, put to music by Thomas Hastings, the hymn, Rock of Ages, embodies this concept. He is the solid rock upon which we rely. The lyrics go something like this. Rock of ages cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy wounded side which flowed be of sin the double cure, save from wrath and make me pure. Not the labor of my hands can fulfill thy law's demands. Could my zeal no respite know? Could my tears forever flow? All for sin could not atone. Thou must save, and thou alone. Nothing in my hand I bring, simply to thy cross I cling. Naked come to thee for dress, helpless look to thee for grace. Foul I to the fountain fly, wash me, Savior, or I die. While I draw this fleeting breath, when my eyes shall close in death, when I rise to worlds unknown, and behold thee on thy throne, rock of ages cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Thanks for joining us today. We trust you have been nourished and blessed. Always remember the Lord is faithful and His mercies are new every morning. Until next time, God bless.